With a bad foot pumped up Because statistics are the best The bad foot pumped up Because you don't need footwear to bet Welcome back to the Barefoot Puncher. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2021 AFL and NRL season. And Logical, I've left the Pope out of the uh, the opener because he's not with us tonight. Yeah, unfortunately, Mug, the Pope, he had to make a trip up north to his hometown Gold Coast so he won't be here but he has given us his script and as per usual we've also got the modelers script so we've got plenty to offer on NRL that will be coming later on they've been doing great as we know AFL round just gone great round plenty of upsets well great round for betting perhaps not so much for the viewers eye there was some stinky stuff uh, over over the weekend but logical Port Adelaide uh, Brisbane, the Doggies, West Coast, Richmond, and GWS, how the mighty have fallen. Now, all but one of the, you know, you could maybe say Melbourne wasn't that far-fetched, but the rest of them, you know, was odds against, weren't they? Yeah, tipster's nightmare, but I think in for the punters like you and I, I think we quite enjoy that. It's great, great to see, and it's, it's opened up, or not opened up, but it's really mixed up the minor premiership again. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that. What's your view on that now? How's that changed your thoughts? Do you lean back now to Melbourne a little bit on who you think's fave for that, or are you still steadfast on on the doggies being fave? I still think the doggies are fave. Melbourne have got a really tough run home still. Some some big games, but that dogs Melbourne game will probably ultimately decide who wins the minor, unless Geelong come from the clouds. Brisbane was the other one that were in it, but then they they faltered on the weekend, which has left them a bit behind as well. And all of a sudden, Geelong, even though they were pretty stinky on the weekend, you look at their run, they've got quite a few games at home in that uh, last little run home. Can you see them now perhaps uh, sneaking through? Yeah, they, they could sneak through. The one thing is one of their tough games is the Dogs in Melbourne. One of them has to win. So that, that's, that's the positive or the negative for Geelong. Having to, they, they, they can't get both of them to lose there. But they could definitely come through and, and win that. And and. Uh, Geelong seem to always have a lot of games at GMHBA late in seasons, which is really good for them finishing high on the ladder. Doesn't necessarily help them in finals because they sort of they get used to GMHBA, and then a lot of those finals are at the MCG, and, and quite often, as we've seen, they, they don't go so well. Yep. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's definitely true. Well, we saw her. I know it was wet and it was a bit soppy and 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 shaggy last night over there in the West, but, gee, that was uh, – I really enjoyed that game. I mean, maybe because I was uh, on, 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 oh, on you've North. Been, you've been really enjoying it, Mike. <laughs> you've been all over that West Coast. You know, they're, they're becoming the reverse cash cow for you now, like, well, North, uh, in fairness, North have been pretty good to me in the last few weeks, and West Coast um, just going against the the coast. That they, they're really, they looked listless, and I just thought, geez, when that rain, and I just thought they won't be up for this. The West Coast, they won't want this. Um, and uh, and Mummy's umbrella wasn't quite, you know, the crowd was pretty sparse there last night as well. Um, but uh, oh, it was a great. Uh, I think it was just a great football contest. It was a really old school sort of looking game, and. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a great game, I guess, aesthetically, but it was a really good contest. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and West Coast, having lost again, they're still hanging in the eight. As as And Richmond are still a chance. Both those teams can still make the eight. You feel like they don't deserve to the way they're going at the moment, but they could turn it around and, and still do some damage in, in, in September. You would, you would think that's hard to believe the way West Coast are playing at the moment. 
Richmond, I could feel like be be more likely to turn that around and get some some sort of homish finals against Melbourne teams. But um, yeah, there's there's sort of there's, they're they're not they're not dead yet, but it's going to be very tough for them. Yeah, uh, as we know, it's always tough from that bottom end of the of of the eight uh, to win it, and the Tigers just look like they've just lost too too many players. And I think one I was watching the Tigers against the Pies in that last quarter. They put all of their big guns into the middle to try and arrest the situation. I think you had Cochin and Martin uh, in there to try and you know win the game. But they just refused to man up. They're still playing 50-50 footy when the game's on the line. And I just thought, geez, you know, come on, boys. You've got to be a bit better than that when the game's on the line. So maybe they don't really want to do the hard things to, to win games of footy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And one other thing I noticed from the weekend is scoring normally does this time of year, but it's really dropped re- really, really low. And, and even this week's games, I think the average total points quote is around that 150. And I had a look and this season's on track to potentially be, I think, the lowest season either on history or, or, or in recent times. It's back to those those levels that we had two years ago, which they've made a whole rake of rule changes to try and counter that. Goals means money for the AFL. Goals means ads. Goals means spectators. They're making these rule changes every year, but they're still not getting... I think they've opened up the game. The game is more open and it does feel better to watch, but they're still not getting the scores. <laughs> like you let them run out of the goal square further, that just means the stoppages are further up the ground. So you're not getting as many repeat score scores. And and then some of these other rules, I, I just, you know, I'm not quite sure that it's it's not giving them the desired that result they want. Not like uh, old Peter Villani's up there in NRL, NRL and it's probably gone too far. I, I don't know whether the AFL can just continue to do that every year and try and try and get scoring up, or this is this is just how it is now. I do not have the answer, logical, <laughs> um, to uh, to how you fix it or or what you do with it. Um, yeah, it uh, did seem quite ironic though. The minute that Stephen Hawking uh, left, it feels like this, the scoring's just really tightened up. <laughs> I don't know if he had that much influence uh, in the AFL, but um, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's tightened up. Or is it just a seasonal thing? Do we just go through this patch every year and, and, and the scoring uh, tightens up? Well, No, but I think there's a trend this year that it's a low scoring season and it, it does always tighten up this time of year and it will, will increase later in the season, but it's still so low. Yeah, I don't know, goal-kicking accuracy? Where are we at with goal-kicking accuracy? Well, that's, that's, that that's, seems at an all-time low as well. That, that Gut is, feel, I don't know, statistically if I that's the I case. I think I did or, see it statistically it is at an all-time time low. Yeah, so maybe they have to, to look. Is it the footies? Are the footies, they use too many new footies? Is that a thing? Or I, No, I don't think <laughs> You're not think buying so. that? I would have thought new footies and, and, and you know, like better manicured grounds. Should they, be, should be they, more. They would be better accuracy but the problem is nowadays you've got more players that aren't designated set shot kickers taking the kicks midfielders so they're not as good at kicking for goal players are kicking goals having shots from harder positions so they're not always just taking the marks out in front because of it's it's, you know the flooding and the and the defensive structures plus you've also got fatigue so they've got those three factors and i think that's what makes accuracy lower yeah, okay. And from a punting point of view, logically, I know you had some, you had a good weekend uh, just gone by. How have you adjusted to the to the scoring that's gone on uh, in the last couple of weeks? Really dropped off. Yeah. So when I look at when I'm looking at teams' averages, I say, okay, that's the team's average for the year. I'm almost taking ten off it for the year. 
for now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a, that's a big shift uh, yeah. in just a couple of weeks yeah. um, to to be able to pull that back. But it worked well for you on the weekend. So well done on that. Talking about things that didn't work well for us. Are you ready to talk some bad beats? Logical. What did you see? I've I've uh, I haven't got any under up up my sleeve today, but uh, I think you've got a few over there. Well, Token King and Daniel seven three five Dune have messaged in, and they were not happy. Um, with the North Queensland Cowboys, the halftime line, eight and a half for all money. I think it was about 10 minutes to go, and I think the Cowboys were 12 points up. And somehow, somehow they've managed to get beaten on that one. They've had – must have had four tries or, 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 or three tries and all conversions or some extra points from somewhere, and they've blown that halftime line up. Really, this is where we get – we get hurt by not having Pope in the studio to give us the storyline because <laughs> I wasn't tuning into that one. He could have really broken it down for us. Um, but those boys definitely weren't happy with the halftime line. Um, we've spoken about Zebel Watch, Logical. I've got a new one for you. Tom Jonas Watch. We were on uh, Trent McKenzie there for 15 possessions the other night uh, for the, some of the prop stuff. And I saw, I think there was almost one time where Jonas ran to the square and almost ripped it out of McKenzie's hands. Now, who do you think's a better kick out of McKenzie and Jonas? Who should be doing the kicking out of those two? Well, I know which it was a reasonably um, low scoring, slippery night. I know who is kicking it further, that's for sure. <laughs> well, Tom Jonas seems to think he's the best kicker in because he went up to McKenzie a few times and said, I'm kicking that in. And of course, when you're having these sorts of wages, you watch these things pretty closely. So let's just keep an eye on him moving forward. Because Some real, real hungry fellas, aren't they, down there? Zeeball, oh, Aaron Hall, yeah. they love it. They, love they, it. they, they get around it. Um, but that was, uh, oh, Another bad I, – I didn't quite see the first uh, bit of the Carlton game, but was that a bad beat, the Carlton line? I think they were one goal 10 or two goals 14 or something like that. I, from all reports, Carlton should have been well in front at halftime. Yeah, in a way that – but they did really then sort of drop off and were pretty poor late. So, so you won't let me have that? Oh, oh, yeah, well, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very good. Well, are you ready to talk some games, Logical? Sure am. First game we want to talk about, and it's Fremantle hosting Geelong Thursday night. Logical, this one's at 8.10. That's really late for the mug on a Thursday night, but uh, we'll get ourselves up for it uh, nevertheless. Uh, we've got this one sitting around about uh, 10.5 in the marketplace. Geelong are, are – sorry, Freo are around about 2.48 and Geelong at $1.54. Um Geelong, different outfit with Jeremy Cameron, aren't they? And um, there's a bit of talk that uh, – Oh, our favourite redhead, Gaz, might uh, might have a bit of a spell as well. Um, of course, Selwood comes back, the skipper, very, very important. I don't mind the uh, the two-goal start for Freo at home. Um, what are you seeing here? Yeah, I have, it's, a, it's a tricky one because on, on my ratings all season I've had Geelong. You really quite, rate Geelong, don't you? Well, just quite a lot higher rated yep. than Freo. And Freo hadn't been going great. I've just done a three-match Stint in Melbourne, one two, and lost one or or away from home, and they've done they've done pretty well. I think they're playing really well, and they're playing for a f- spot in the finals. They've sorted out their their ruck, ruckman like Darcy or sort of a some of his stats. He's going Off really, the charts, isn't he? He's going really well. They've got a lot a lot of other good young players playing well. You know, there's not a lot of weaknesses to them. Um, and Geelong really struggled to get across Carlton on the weekend. They go across to Perth. I, I want to be on Freo here, 
but that nine and a half just feels like it, it, it's it's a, it's it's not big enough. You know, like I wanted a bit more. I was hoping for a bit of fifteen or or fourteen or something like that. So I'm probably a pass at the moment. Okay, well, uh, the mug's going to have uh, have one there. I think there might still be maybe ten and a half out there um, at a few different places. I took a little bit of eleven and a half. Um, so uh, so happy to have a bit of that one. Next game we want to speak about is the first one up on Saturday and it's GWS hosting Sydney down at Mars Stadium in Ballarat. So they get away from home again, GWS, which is disappointing for them. Um, we've got Sydney here, $1.49 and GWS two sixty three, and that line sitting around about 10 and a half, 11 and a half around about there. Uh, logical Sydney going great. Yeah, the Battle of the Bridge. I don't. Do we still call it the Battle of the Bridge? When it's down in Ballarat, I'm not sure, but it's a, it's a good game. They're both uh, Sydney are going really good, as you as you've just mentioned. Can they win the Can they win the flag mug? Um, you'd think not, um, just based on history, I guess. Young player, you know, coming from so far outside the eight, a lot of young guys in there. I mean, Essendon that that year had doggies a couple of years ago. I mean, that does happen. You know, it's not to say that can't happen. Um, I don't think it does happen. Um, I would really like it if it does. I think they're just about my best result uh, for the flag if they do somehow manage to get up and uh, and take it. But I don't see it. Do you see it? Well, they just keep proving me wrong. And Buddy's still got a lot of upside. You know, everything suggests that there's still a chance. I've, I've Until this week, I haven't considered them at all. But, you know, they have to be... There has to be some sort of chance. Um, the the in GWS this week, G, uh, GWS like they they beat the top side the week before and then they lose to the yeah. Gold Coast. They're a little bit up and down. I, I I they still got a lot of good players. Finn Layson is not getting a game at the moment. Well, I is, don't. Well, he played on the weekend, but he was dropped and he came in. He was came in on a, a sub, so he, he came on when. Um, yeah, and, and, and I don't think he'll be playing next weekend based on what we saw. So, which is, a, you know, he's one of those real X Factor players, but he's, uh, he's just, uh, he's just, he's just dropped. Yeah, he's just dropped off a little bit, hasn't he? Which is, they, I think they need him going well um, to, to, to be having a good run. Yeah, I used to really rate him. They get a few back, though. They could get Coniglio back this week. He's, you potting I think, massively. I think that hurts him. You're, you're <laughs> potting him massively. He yeah. could be refreshed after an injury and come back. Because I think what that does is that pushes one of their, you know, Hopper, Taranto, Green. It just takes one of those guys out of there for longer. So I think that actually hurts them. Or, or like Green, Ward, Taranto, Hopper, and then, I don't know, just DeBoer come back in, Cornelia. Like they can't all play in the midfield, so they've got to play somewhere else on the ground. And I don't think they're any good anywhere else. Well, so let's, let's hope it's not Tom Green. He's had a back-to-back 25 possessions and right back in – Rising star, if he continues that, I, again, I can't see him losing, but that would be the worry if yeah. you just push him out. Logic, I, I've, I haven't been able to, uh, to find the, the GWS, I don't think, all year, just with the, the nature of their, um, their season. They're really up and down, you know, that great win against Melbourne the other day. Can you find a bet here? Can you, can you find something for the, uh, for the listeners? Yeah, I'd be just leaning to, to Sydney. I just think the way yeah. they're playing, um, a good friend, Dicko, who's Sydney supporter, he's worried. He thinks this is the sort of games they lose. But there's nothing shown, like no evidence to suggest they won't continue to play the way they're playing. 
So the confidence for me would be into Sydney here and I'd be, I'd be leaning to them. Yeah, and you're happy to take it at the 10? Yeah, I yeah, think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Oh, great. great. I, was, uh, I was a little bit certain I wanted to be with Sydney, but I was just wondering if the 10 was just a little bit too much. But uh, hearing you say that, uh, that you're keen on them gives me a lot more confidence. And, and I don't think it's a, a need to rush to bet here. I think it could could come into you know eight, eight or seven or so, and so you can back that closer to the off. Fantastic. That sounds good to me. Saturday night, Marvel Stadium, St. Kilda, St. Kilda hosting Port Adelaide. St. Kilda here, $2.08 and Port Adelaide, $1.78 and that line sitting at three and a half. Now, when I walked in here tonight, Logical, I saw a twinkle in your eye that I haven't seen for some time and it's because the Saints are back. And uh, and if I know you uh, at all, I think you're uh, pretty excited about this. Tell us about your lean on this one. The Saints are going a lot better than they were. They, Marshall and Jones have been huge inclusions back into the side. Dunstan as well. I didn't ever think I'd be saying that. But Dunstan's playing really good football. He's He's been important for them. Uh, that lost Adelaide a few weeks ago is going to really and might even end up costing them a final spot. They'll be ruining that. But give it that aside, they're still playing really well. Back at Marvel, which we know they play very well at, Port going to probably lose a couple of players. Butters is probably going to miss from the side that played on the weekend. And and I think Burton still might have some doubt and, and Marshall will probably get dropped um, while we're on Marshall. That really, I, I don't know whether you saw some of those those idiots um, messaging him about a missed goal. Oh. And, and, you know, some of these people out there, um, you know, what are they thinking? They lose a multi and they're, they're sending some uh, – yeah. Vile messages to players. It's just, well, it's just like unacceptable. I like to think uh, none of our listeners uh, getting engaged in that sort of stuff. As we've said before, if you're having a bad beat and you want us to uh, have a bit of a chat and a bit of a laugh about it on a uh, on a Tuesday, then send them through. But uh, none of that flog stuff. That's absolutely that's uh, that's that's no good. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, and yeah, so so Port lose a few, and and they're not going. Oh, they're going okay, but they're not travelling great. I just think, yeah, with with Saints with momentum, I, I was hoping this price would be a little bit better. So I'm not huge. I'm, I'm a small lean here. I'm not like I was hoping for ten and a half or, or six or you know eight. But for the price it is, I'm small lean to St Kilda, but not massive. Yeah, I'm the same as you here. Logical consensus bet on this one. I think the Saints are a play here. Um, Port come away from Adelaide Oval. You know they they lose a bit of uh, mystique when they uh, when they travel away and i think the Sa- the saints fans are going to get around them uh, this week i think the saints fans will really come out saturday night marvel stadium they'll they'll be a bit buoyed i think by what they've seen uh, in the last i know a couple of saints saints fans and uh, they were uh, bursting uh, on on the weekend so i think they'll get a decent crowd and i think they'll be loud and i think they'll cheer their saints home so quite like it finals on the line for them uh, even a even that a good friend of the show, AJ, a port supporter, he's not confident at all. So that that's another thing that that made me think twice about this. That uh, the only thing maybe that that you might say uh, against it is the um, the the air of expectation weighs pretty heavy on the Saints sometimes. So is that going to be something that wears heavy on them on uh, on Saturday night, or are they completely free? They're just like well. We got nothing to lose here, so we'll just let it all hang out. And, and and I think if they do, I think if they play their best footy, it's going to be enough on Saturday night. 
Okay, well, that's good AFL chat, logical. Now we're going to try and fumble our way through a bit of NRL chat and uh, straight up tomorrow night, the footy never stops because it's state of origin. New South Wales, Queensland. We've got New South Wales $1.28. Queensland is three seventy five, and that line at 11.5, what's the mail that we've got about origin? Well, firstly, state of origin. Remember game one, how exciting we were, how excited we were and the anticipation of that game and just the two dead rubbers and or not two dead rubbers, but the way that New South Wales have torn Queensland apart have really taken a bit of sting and excitement out of this one. But they, this game has been moved to the Gold Coast. I think that market only moved like about three points for the move to the Gold Coast, which I think that Ben and, and the modeler both think that's probably not enough. So the modeler's sent through his prices. He thinks that this should be minus six. And, and the Pope, he's just – he sent through his script. He, he likes Queensland. He said that uh, Ponga back should spark their attack to, to a degree. And and as it's quite well known that Cleary's not playing and and, and Luau, he's also not going to be there Luau. as well. Luau is not going to be there. So – and he said that additionally the team that has already lost a steer- – when a team has lost a series, six of the last seven dead rubbers – have been won by the team that's lost the series. Yeah, well, it makes a little bit of sense, I guess, that, you know, the job's done a little bit. Uh, the whitewash series um, doesn't happen that often. Um, it's going to have to be some brave listeners out there that front up again for Queensland, given what they've served up, but some key playmakers out and our uh, our two best NRL minds that we know are saying, no, get on Queensland. So uh, let's do that. Logical, what about some man of the match stuff? Yeah, so man of the match... Benny, the, the Pope has sent this through. Uh, it really makes sense to me. He likes Latrell at $10 or so. It's just that bank of work. You know, he said he's been a close second in the first two matches. So that if he does go close here, you would think that they're going to be looking to give it to him more so than other players. You know, like there could yep, be a bit, a bit of a lean to him. And he, is, he has been in really good form. He's playing really well. Uh, and then the other outsider he likes is Ben Hunt at $26. He said he's likely to play twenty. He's likely to play eighty minutes at an impactful position of hooker, uh, as Dicko would say. He's feeding the nut and uh, he's having a good year at club level. And we know who you like, logical. We know your man. Can you find a bet for him? Tommy Turbo. Tommy I, Turbo. I, I'm, I'm not even going to claim to know uh, whether or not he's a bet. It's uh, just when the Pope's here, I like to wind him up about Tommy because we do love him. Um, uh, very good. Well, uh, it sounds like we're on Latrell and Benny Hunt for the, uh, for the middle. Okay, good stuff. All right, logical. Now we move to the normal round of NRL, which is going to happen, a uh, full round of footy uh, after Origin this week. Um, the whole thing, they've moved the whole caravan uh, up to Queensland, up to Brisbane, so they're all going to be playing out of, it's almost like magic round all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got no idea about players. Um, you know, are players going to come out of origin and play? Um, there's always a bit of mystery surrounding that round. So if you can find it, if you can find the right price and, and get a little bit of luck coming out of origin, there could be a bit of value here. What are the boys seeing? Um with some uh, normal round NRL action uh, following up next weekend. Yeah, both both the Pope and the Modler have said that it's very hard this this time of the week before Origin game. The mailbag.com.au is where you get the Pope stuff and, and he'll be updating that as later on in the week. Early early leans, he said he quite liked the para minus and then, and then um, the Modler sent through his leans and he thought the Tigers and the Warriors were both good value at this stage. But it'll, it's very dependent on squads for the modder as well. So that could change dramatically depending on 
who's named and the teams closer to the match. Yeah, okay. And that makes sense. You know, for the modeler, he's uh, putting all those inputs in around who's playing. So uh, it's difficult for him to have a have a really strong lean at, at this uh, at this stage. But it sounds like uh, the Pope's uh, putting up para uh, a little bit early. So we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, and I'd, what I'd have to say is I can't wait for the Pope to be back and give us some real <laughs> real knowledge and clarity around <laughs> NRL really, and Origin next week. We've really butchered our way through the uh, NRL segment, but uh, we've done our best logical. Um, we've, uh, we've had a good chat regarding AFL, and uh, as we say, we've fumbled our way uh, through a bit of NRL. We might invite you, Logical, to sign us off. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. <laughs> <laughs>